Welcome to the Commercial Property Investor Show. If you ever wanted to get into commercial property but don't know how to, this is the show for you. We're going to take you through live market updates, how to put a deal together, what the experts say about commercial property and real life investor journeys and how they became financially free through commercial property. Sit back, relax and enjoy the show. commercial property often when you are looking at buying commercial property the first time you think it is a Woolies it is a a childcare center it is a a property that has a national tenant and you think of all the big brand names and that's the type of property you want to invest in however that is not usually your first starter property your first start property is really with a mum and dad tenant that's probably been there for 10 15 20 years running their own business or have a track record and going into a new premise it's probably going to be a strata or a small freestanding regional and they continue to give you consistent cash for very reliable for years to come that's how i started i started with a property that was four hundred fifty thousand in regional that was giving me close to nine percent when i bought it i started with a sydney property uh, 360,000 those are the smaller properties you get started and from there you build to bigger and better properties and eventually you own a daycare one day and you own a petrol station you own a chain of shops and you own a a block of uh of resi commercial or mixed tenancy or you own a small shopping center it's from you know small things big things come right but you got to know where to start but a lot of people want to start with the big things and one of the important things in this podcast i'm going to run through with you what exactly is a specialized asset what the banks like what they don't like about specialized assets what are the pros and cons of it and what you need to do with that specialist asset and what you're prepared to to do to buy a specialist asset and what is classified as a specialist asset versus a normal property so join me with this podcast and let me take you through I actually wanted to talk to you about is about uh, special purpose properties so that is properties that are your pubs uh, your uh, childcare centers your service stations so they're called specialist lending or special purpose properties and what exactly are they and how do you get lending and are they a good purchase uh, option for you when you get into the commercial property space now when you are looking at a special purpose it means that that property is built specially for that tenant so a medical center is built purposely for a medical tenant a kfc a mcdonald's petrol station a childcare center it's specially purposely built and designed for that tenant in mind so the tenant would have worked with the vendor uh, or they would have had uh, specialist advice about that property, uh, how it should be built to reflect the needs of the tenant. So in exchange, the tenant would have signed a longer lease than normal. That could be 10 years, 15, 25 years, uh, if you're in this, you know, the child care space or the petrol station space. And they could have signed that in exchange for having a purposely built building that really suited them. So that when they go in, it's all done for them. They don't have to worry about it. The layout is exactly what they're looking for. So if you're looking at buying one of these properties, firstly, you're going to have to understand that there is only a small number of tenants that would move into that property in the future should your current tenant move out. And of course, your current tenant is probably going to stay there for 25 years and probably continue to stay there into the future. So you don't have to you know, uh, worry about that in that sense. But if, say, in 25 years, you have to do upgrades to that property or you have to find a new tenant for that property, it's going to be extremely difficult and it's going to cost you a lot of money as well because to repurpose something that's especially 
specifically purposed, for example. For medical, for normal tenants or normal office space, that is going to require a lot more rejigging and reformatting of the layout and also about rejigging and reformalizing the entranceway, the, the use, and also, of course, compliant for use with the council as well. But also remember that if you go out right now in this market and buy a special purpose property, then that property is only going to, you're only going to get somewhere between 50 to 55% LVR from the bank. So you have to put in somewhere between 45% to 50% deposit on that property. So if you're buying a $2 million property, you have to put in a million dollars, not including costs, as a deposit for that property. And the reason for that is the bank sees a specialist property is hard to repurpose. So if something did happen to your tenant, it will take you and cost you a lot of money. It will take you a long time to tenant that property. And that is why they, they lower the LVR so they minimize their risk as well. So I guess in some sense that's that tells you whether you should be buying a uh, special purpose property because if the bank is taking a less risky approach by reducing the LVR perhaps it's a little bit higher risk than uh, most other properties that are most versatile because one of the things I talk about in commercial property is that having versatility in your premise allows you to insulate itself against um, pandemics allows against um, economic downturns so this way you actually allow yourself to be opened up to have multiple different tenants occupy that premise or change the premise to suit different type of tenants. But certain type of properties such as your petrol stations and childcare centers are very, very hard to repurpose even if you do spend a lot of capital works because uh, petrol stations typically become drive-throughs, so they can have your McDonald's or your fast food drive-throughs, and they will require them, the, the the vendor, which is yourself or the landlord, to actually uh, basically fill the tanks and line the and, and concrete the tanks so that there is no contamination, and that is one of the big areas and big concerns about repurposing a petrol station. And then you would have to then build on it. Old bottle shops, bottle shops also go into um, old petrol stations as well but you've got to make sure that it's not on the contamination register and or the environmental uh, register and that when you check to do your due diligence that, that they've actually all sealed the tanks properly now that's number one uh, number two if you're looking at a childcare center and you want to repurpose that there's some uh, outdoor areas certain indoor areas certain ways that they laid out their bathroom all have to be stripped out and essentially you would turn that into more of an office space or it really does uh, can be repurposed to a community center or a training center uh, that is uh, related to you know allied health or health or any of those type of tenants so again your tenant pool is going to be limited but it is not uh, untenable it just will take you cost you a lot of money to repurpose it as well so when you are looking at properties that are special purpose firstly I want you to think about a few things firstly the LVR so the loan to valuation ratio how much money do you have to put into this secondly special purpose vehicle properties special purpose properties like childcare centers petrol stations, fast food also get sold on a much lower yield so can you take three four percent yield on that property so on a million dollar property you're getting thirty forty thousand dollars as net rent rather than potentially sixty or seventy thousand dollars if you're getting a normal tenant and thirdly what are you going to do in the future with that property what is your exit strategy so if the tenant is on a five-year lease or a 12-year lease or a 25-year lease is there an exit point where you go i'm going to hold this property for 
for tennis. I'll wait for the rents to go up each year with great rental increases and then I'm going to sell. Uh, in that meantime, I'm just going to sit and take the cash flow. I don't want to get into the time where I have to repurpose that property, so I'm not going to look at a property that is going to be coming to the end of its lease uh, if it's on the market. I'm only going to take a property that is prime with a long lease and I will be happy if I have to take a three or four percent yield alternatively you look at a property that is versatile a property that may be fitted for multi-tenant a property that can be repurposed and that means that puts you into the general commercial property space so I know that you know it can be confusing but the other thing you've also got to ask yourself is the value of your money if you need to put in 50% and that is a million dollars to purchase a $2 million property, well, you could spend that million dollars as a deposit and be buying a $3 million property instead in a general commercial property rather than a specialist commercial property purchase. So really, you've got to see at the end to weigh up when you're looking at a specialist asset versus a non-specialist asset. You've got to weigh up the yield, the longevity of the project, when do you plan to exit and why you want to hold one of those specialist assets? Is buying a childcare at 4% to 5% really worth it? Is buying a childcare at 6% really worth it uh, if it has a 10 or 15 year lease? For some people, it absolutely is worth it because it's security. And you've got to ask yourself, what is the price you're willing to pay for that ultimate security for your property deals or for your money, right? Because you know you're putting into childcare, you know you're putting into a specialist asset that's got a 10 or 15 year lease and the tenants not going anywhere and they can't go anywhere but you got to look at what happens after that right and it's all about risk versus reward whether a specialist asset is actually right for you it really depends on how you design your portfolio if it's the only asset you're going to have in your portfolio then i will be telling you that is not the right asset for you but if you plan to go ahead and build a 20 million dollar portfolio a 30 million dollar portfolio or or even 50 or 100 million dollar portfolio and you want to have a mixture of childcare a blue chip tenancies plus your strip shops and your office buildings and industrial then absolutely you should have something like a childcare in your in your portfolio but if you're building a small two million dollar portfolio or even a five million dollar portfolio then really a childcare is probably too high risk for you it is probably going to keep you stuck rather than get let you grow and that is the fundamentals of building a property portfolio is to not get so stuck with specialist asset but to be varied and diversify so that in the future you know that if you need to so in the future if you need to go and uh, sell off the asset that's liquid or that you know that there's going to be many buyers for the asset or on the other hand you know that there's going to be a lot more a lot more available uh, ways of making it really versatile so you can change from one tenant to another so a medical center to a childcare center or a, a pathologist to you know a dentist you know all of the things to make the property even more valuable as time goes on because you don't know what the market's going to be you don't know what the trends going to be but the best thing is to have a versatile property so that you can put in the right tenants as the areas change, as the market gentrifies, as the demand changes in the industry as well. So whether specialist assets work for you or not, it depends on a portfolio design. And for me, before you start buying, portfolio design is really fundamental. So reach out to us, Helen Tarrant, Unicorn Commercial Property. Let us help you look at 
all of your pieces. And in fact, that's essentially what I specialize in portfolio design and portfolio management is in to helping you, not only educating you what is the right kind of property and the asset and the investment strategy behind it, but to help you design the first property, the second property, and the third property. So overall, you have a holistic view of how to get to 10 million or 5 million or 50 million and the pathway to to cash flow but also to growth combined in your portfolio so reach out to me helen tarrant unicorn commercial property uh, get my book cashed up with commercial property links are below book a strategy call join one of my free events and i look forward to helping you build a cash rich portfolio through commercial property You've been listening to Commercial Property Investor Show. Tune in to the next episode to find out how you too can replace your work income with passive income through commercial property.